no, oh no, in Romania they don't they actually don't say one two three, they only say like two ten, which is doi zece doi because it's with like, the doi is like a how do you pronounce the sound and zece is more like there are different sounds we like to get the whole spectrum, I don't oh, know yeah. put it to test the audio equipment. Oh yeah. Well yeah. we've already started. Uh, <laughs> Okay. Welcome to the Bite Size Irish Gaelic Podcast, episode 80, I believe. I'm joined by special guest, Katarine. Katarine, do you want to pronounce your name the way you do it properly? Yeah, it's actually Katalin, which... That's what I just said. <laughs> no, not really, but it's like over time, I, I even started pronouncing myself like with an English accent, oh, yeah. because it's basically Cataline, but I'm pronouncing it like Cataline, because oh, that's, yeah. I don't know, yeah, but that's how we pronounce my name. That just goes to show how hard pronunciation is. Oh yeah, um, exactly. <laughs> so Cataline uh, works on Bite Size. You're from Romania. Yep. And um, we've met the for the first time this week. We're speaking in Limerick yep. in Ireland. And uh, Kathleen is Kathleen is spending a few days and the reason is we're get we have like a team get together uh, of bite size at, team members. At bite size headquarters. Bite, <laughs> bite size HQ. We're yep. in my sitting room uh, in Limerick. So like You've been working on Bite Size for a good little while, haven't you? Yep, it's been four years and a half, I'm guessing, this this in 2018, mm. because I did look into it. So, mm. yeah, probably in next summer it'd be around five years. So Yeah, it's a long time, like. Well, mm. it's it's been, I don't know, I wouldn't say, it, like, necessarily, it's been fun, but it's been, like, challenging work, and... I really enjoy doing that. Yeah. Not basic menial tasks or whatever. Yeah. We started just with one little outsourcing job, but I think for me, you asked, you, you were asking the right questions, so it just showed you were tuned in. Yeah. <laughs> so Katalin and myself are kind of half of Bite Size, and then the next half are Gabrielle and Siobhan. Kind of on average, we spend about 10 hours a week per person on bite size, give or take a couple of hours. So all in all, there's maybe 40 man hours, person hours spent on bite size every week, depending on the week, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. And you've, you flew to, from Romania. How did you, how did the trip go? Did you have to have, you had a couple of flights, right? Yeah, I had the... Uh one stop and I'll have one stop when I'm going home and I don't know the first flight which is from my hometown to the capital of Romania Bucharest was smooth nothing really happened we did barely had time any time at all in the plane because yeah. it was only 20-25 minutes in the air then they were landing so that's another 15 minutes 20 minutes but the flight from Bucharest to Dublin was a bit I don't know bumpy mm. especially the last part of it i'm guessing mm. they would they did announce that we would have some fog and <laughs> turbulence but yeah. they didn't really <laughs> say how much turbulence it would be because yeah. it was like a real bumpy ride mm. and then i took the the bus the eagle coach or whatever it's mm. called to uh, city link yeah yeah from mm-hmm. dublin airport to limerick 
and that was a really smooth drive. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I was really impressed with the with the roads. Even if your guys are driving on the right wrong side <laughs> yeah. of the road, mm -hmm. but it's way better than in Romania. I'm, I'm seeing the the roads and stuff. And what do you do? Like, so the people listening now are like they see the other side of bite size. Whatever yeah. we send, say by email or post on Facebook, or we have our lessons online. Obviously, that's our main membership site, and we have the podcast, uh, yeah. blog posts mixed in with that. So, what what do you do as part of that to make it all real, make it happen? Well, I would say, well, basically, I'm doing like marketing and sales for our members. But it's not just that because I basically seeing like making it a connection between the content we originally create and make it mm. in a way so our community understands it best and mm. it's tailored somehow for each channel we use, like if it's newsletters or social media or blog yeah. posts or even videos. I'm probably the the guy who makes sure that the content is delivered properly. Mm. as like for the marketing side and for sales i'm like always looking at the products we have and the needs of our customers and trying to match those mm. seeing how better we can help them in their journey yeah irish in the end that's it isn't it How to yeah. yeah yeah but i don't think like the, the responsibilities like they they're probably more and probably more be in the future i don't know exactly but mm. that's the gist of it so yeah i think a core part for me is what you do is you make sure there's a email newsletter every week yeah and that's a big part of how we just get in touch with people yeah. uh yeah with the community not necessarily the paying members yeah siobhan or shuan as she says um yeah. creates like how to say videos for the irish language video lessons video lessons she's creating for enthusiast members now yeah so it's like there's a lot goes on and then it's how to like tell people <laughs> about that it, it can be kind of yeah. hard to yeah. yeah describe what you're doing you know it's yeah like transcribing the raw yeah. stuff into something more understandable and yeah. easy to digest mm. because like you know even in our times being mobile friendly or mobile ready is a big thing and i don't know you have for example to adjust the content you put out to be more easy to read yeah. on mobile devices and such and i'd say that's one key point of how i deliver the content hmm. for the community i know a lot of people use bite size like first of all on mobile yeah um and even our lessons on their phone and uh, we took a big step forward a couple of years ago to make them at least work on the phone. But we've more to do. Yeah. It's definitely, definitely. No spoilers. Oh, yeah. Well, no promises anyway. <laughs> exactly. It's always the tough thing. But it's always the lovely thing about Bite Size for me. There's always more to do yeah. than can be done. And there's always people asking questions. Could we create these type of lessons? Could we create this product? Could we help them in another way? And they're always excellent ideas. I love hearing those. And it's a question of, okay, what can we focus on to do in the next three months? To, so it doesn't feel like we're just like digging a hole for ourselves. 
yeah. <laughs> and yeah. our customers don't see anything on the other side. That's the most dangerous thing. Yeah. And so actually having something to show, right? And not yeah. just because we did have a blog post recently about what yeah, is new at Byte Size. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, Eurotech. Huh? Yeah, and it's generally a review of what exactly we have done in the last quarter or so, and what exactly yeah. we expect from the future. And um, I mean, it's hard just to like to focus on just a few mm -hmm. things because mm -hmm. you can do so much in one quarter, in one month, or three months. So it's there are a lot like you said there are probably a lot of good things and to to, to do to improve bite size mm. and how the even how the lessons are viewed and delivered to the members but yeah, yeah it i think it basically comes down to let's bring the let's work on something that brings the most value in the next yeah makes time. it the biggest impact we can make yeah to our customers yeah, yeah. like it uh, for me i have to find patience usually in the end because it's it's hard like you can have all these plans and then it's it's easy to underestimate how much effort is involved to change anything in life and that's what like i have big respect for anybody who goes out and creates something yeah. like you've had your blogs along the way you're yeah. talking about doing your own podcast like that's fantastic yeah. from my point of view so for our bite-sized audience our bite-sized members like I'm always encouraging people like create something like post up a meetup group, try to find people who might be interested, meet people online, do Skype calls online with people. There's a lot you can do. Just post on Facebook with a couple of words of Irish, but make it part of your everyday. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, like the taking the first step is always the mm. biggest challenge for mm -hmm. most people. So I, I do understand how like, just convincing yourself that's really useful for you to start like you said a group mm. or a conversation or finding people that are learning the language and mm. just communicate with them but after you make that first step i think it's like it's really easy to move on it's probably going to mm. enhance the the learning journey that mm. you're going to have because it's, and it's not just like with the irish language but with anything else if you have like learning partner body whatever mm. it's easier to to learn if both of you are invested and focused mm. on the same thing yeah definitely yeah when so you've been in ireland about a day now yeah what have you noticed have you noticed anything a bit strange compared to romania well, or except the driving on the wrong side yeah. of the road <laughs> the left side yeah whatever yeah i don't know like i i think i told you yesterday that probably people are more relaxed here or, or that's mm. the impression i have i wouldn't say mm. necessarily like more organized but more patient and polite mm. people in romania are always in a hurry not necessarily in a in a bad way but they really need to do to, to get things done and go home but mm. yeah i think it's the people mostly and well i haven't interacted with most people in, mm. in ireland yet but just the bus driver and the flight crew or whatever yeah. but they all seem polite and i i really like that if we're like when i was uh going on the bus the driver was so patient and he was just going with everyone putting in baggage and talking to everyone Excellent, yeah. yeah you wouldn't see that in Romania. like people would just he would just sit in his seat and let everyone get in okay. and not do anything mm. 
So probably the mentality is mm. a bit different here. And I'm not saying we're not going to get there, but it's yeah. probably going to be a few years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and the weather, I don't know. The weather is, like I told you, I was expecting it to be, I don't know, a bit more rainy or... Yeah. But I think it's more, I, I enjoy the humid air, the more the temperature and stuff, the combination yeah. of those. It is humid air, definitely. Yeah. yeah. I, that's one of the top reasons I would move to Ireland because hmm. of the weather. Hmm. Because back now in Romania, it really started like to be cold and the air is not as humid and it's really dry and a bit harsher you're saying yeah well because we're in the eastern part of europe and we are always influenced by the stuff that the weather comes from the east Mm. and it's always it's not it's always cold weather yeah no nothing warm and yep yeah yeah. so the the people and the weather Mm. that's what i say the big difference is here yeah well, for people, um, we're meeting up with Pat uh, later tonight. Uh, yeah. He's a listener. I don't know how regularly. Uh, I think he's a new listener, but <laughs> uh, he's a friend of mine. And uh, he told me that I was really, uh, it really sounded like I was dragging out my last podcast. He got very bored. <laughs> don't know, did he make it to the end? So uh, I don't know. We'll see, Pat. I, I like talking to myself. <laughs> it's my podcast <laughs> but uh, i don't want to bore you either yeah thanks pat for listening so yeah don't mind that one fair play to you pat so cutting in like so like what's next for bite size or like we don't really know what's next do we but like what's the yeah. process or how did we start on this question of what's next even well that's um like an old story I guessing right? yeah yeah since we re- I wouldn't say recently but like a f- close to one year now mm-hmm. we're really starting to dig in to trying to find to understand our members their needs where they come from and we're trying to so we can uh, we did we did this so we can uh, have better products for them and then not necessarily that would make us more money but that product they would enjoy and mm. they would like feel not feel that dread of learning you know mm. when you have you know if you see it like a chore or something yeah yeah so basically at the part where we're going to try to ask our community um mm. what exactly what's their idea for example what's their idea of the state of the Irish language how mm. do they see bite size how do they see our uh, online courses how do they use them what exactly we could do better and a lot of mm. new questions about new products yeah. like the new book we're going to launch yeah we're launching a new book yeah you and go to www.bitesize.irish slash book slash book yep mm-hmm. and the new product i don't know if we can i think we can talk about mm-hmm. it on the podcast is like the new mm. songs course that we're going mm. to launch That'll be probably in uh, after this year, yeah. Yeah, but basically we're trying to develop new products for mm. every type of Irish language enthusiast, be it even if they're like you're really into the grammar and trying to have a reach a conversational level, mm. or even if you're interested only in the culture or the travel or understanding, learning more about the country. Yeah, 
And for, yeah, it's like these possibilities of what could we do? Like, yeah. we already have so much expertise in bite size now. Yeah. Like, so apart from both of us who've been working on bite size for obviously a long time, yeah. there's Gabrielle and Siobhan. They're both fluent Irish speakers as well. I don't think Gabrielle is a, is a native speaker, but mm-hmm. she's definitely a fluent speaker. Yeah, I think she was born in Australia, so basically, I don't think. Um, oh, we'll have to fact check that. Um, yeah. She definitely lived in Australia for a couple yeah. of years, but she came back and her parents are here. Yeah. Okay. And Siobhan is a native Irish speaker. Yeah. And um, Siobhan runs uh, conversation sessions we have for members. She's creating new video lessons, like you said, yeah. in bite size. She's creating new singing course because she sings Shannos. Yep. old style uh, so that's really exciting and um i've mentioned it as well uh, the community that we can pull together to to have a central point for our bite size yep. community yeah and she she got like i'm i'm joking now but she like, yeah. got a lot of fame <laughs> from, yeah. from being the face of bite size in yeah. some areas she's been recognized on the street yeah. uh, which is amazing in a like, nice way and in a yeah. pleasant way yeah definitely yeah so thanks to you all for watching the bite size irish gaelic youtube channel yeah the, for me maybe i don't know how interesting it is for listeners but like there's kind of fundamental questions like our name like bite size irish gaelic it's very focused to a certain type of person that's specifically people outside of Ireland. And if you say Irish Gaelic to an Irish person, they're almost offended. Uh, yeah, I understand that. Yeah, it's not a a positive phrase. It's it's a touristy phrase. Yeah. Um, What we call the Irish language in Ireland is Irish. I speak Irish. Although... When, for example, if you speak to an American who has not been kind of exposed to the whole idea of the language, I've been told when I've spoken to some Americans, they say like, Irish what? You know, it's it's an adjective. Irish, yeah, keep going. (laughs) You speak Irish what? The Irish language. Yeah, it's like, will we keep going under the name of um, Bite Size Irish Gaelic or Simplify Bite Size Irish? What courses can we create for our members that are even better? What services can we do? How can we bring everybody together in a community where people, like, not... My vision of the community is active citizens where you're not there to ask for help directly, although I think that should be part of it, like language help. At this point. But that the community will be something like a, a place where we convene people, where we get people together and let us ask together, what can we create together? And I'm not talking bite-sized staff, I'm talking bite-sized as a community. What values, what, what skills do you bring to the community to help others? What are you willing to do for others in the community? Yeah. And I think that's like a fair uh, question to ask people because, you know, like you can't compare learning the Irish language with learning another language. And not I don't, I don't think it's even close, like compared to Romanian, although it's, mm. it's not, I don't know the percentage exactly, but it's like spoken all, all over the world and, yeah. and such. But 
it's like learning Irish is at a different level of involvement mm. of being passionate or whatever than learning other languages yeah there's like that emotional connection right yeah for people who do get that far yeah yeah and mostly when people would try and learn Romanian they're probably doing for work Mm. because like I told you a lot of companies coming to the country right now and they need to basically have someone understand the Mm. language and what the employers are saying behind their backs (laughs) Mm. yeah Yeah, yeah, but like you said, we're at the at this. I would say it's a turning point for BiSize mm. because we are hoping to define not just the business but also the community. Mm. Looking at the bigger picture, like you said about like the name, the brand, what exactly would make us more uh, appealing to mm. students or to people wanting to learn the Irish language. So yeah, we're we're probably going to have a lot of work to do on this <laughs> area. Yeah. yeah, but it's all in the in the right direction, I'm hmm. guessing. So yeah. yeah, well, it's been lovely to talk this through, Katalin. Yeah. And uh, for our listeners, like if you've gotten this far, I'm sure you've got as a listener some inklings of suggestions you think bite size can do uh, things that we don't do but you you really think we should do or maybe you're not very sure what bite size does which would be interesting as well so i really look forward to hearing your recorded questions on bite size and um, reply then in following episodes if you have questions so now is your chance to ask about bite size our future plans and share your experiences of maybe how you got to bite size, how you found us. I'm looking forward to hearing that. Uh, good stuff. Um, that's been episode 80, I believe. And mm-hmm. thanks as always to Tsukumo, who you hear on this episode under Creative Commons license. So, Gramina Mahagot, Katalin. Yeah. Well, how do you say in, in Romanian? Larivedere. Uh-huh. And. Hopefully, hopefully this isn't the last episode of the podcast yeah. I'm on, ah. even in person. So yeah, excellent. We'll have to yeah. see in the future. Although that's been the first Romanian we've had on the <laughs> on the podcast, which is yeah. excellent. Yeah, I, I would say it's the first Romanian on every Irish podcast, but I will, oh, I would be reaching there. <laughs> I don't know. Well, if you listen to um, Mother Folklore podcast, yeah. um, they talk about a lot of kind of words and phrases and but kind of wider topics too. I wouldn't be surprised at all if they hit upon Romanian at one point. Yeah. Uh, there you go. All right. Thanks for listening. Slong, guys. Goodbye.